When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. It's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm joined by Ross Mould, Investment Director of AJ. But we're going to look at the world of investment from a UK perspective. And we're going into the past, I believe. <laughs> well, only to try and sense the future. I think there's a saying about that right. somewhere, isn't it? No, the past sense the future, at least as a history graduate, I would argue so. Well, we're recording this on Thursday the, thir- Thursday the 9th of November, 2023. Mm. And if you remember, Simon, the 9th of November, 2020 was Pfizer Monday, when Pfizer and BioNTech announced that they may have developed a COVID-19 vaccination. Hmm. Uh, and global share prices, which had which actually bottomed in the spring after that sort of February, March, April panic, boom, straight down. They then began to bottom, uh, seeing, seeing, taking the view that, look, if it is that bad, that is that bad. And if it isn't that bad, then things are frankly too cheap. Off they went. And uh, But Pfizer Monday definitely gave that a kick in, gave that a, a, an extra kick. And the investment, when you're looking at it from the narrow perspective of investment, that's what we're here to do, Um Things look very different now from how, how they did three years mm. ago. Because So you had that vaccination. Don't forget central banks had already run, what, 10 years of quantitative easing and zero interest rate policies. They ratcheted the quantitative easing right up. Governments piled in with fiscal stimulus and, 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 and support programs with the result that ultimately once those vaccines began to work their magic and, and the, 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 the virus began to recede, there was an awful lot more money chasing around than there was supply of assets and goods and services with the result that you saw asset price inflation and you could argue bubbles and you saw goods and services price inflation for the first time since 40 years. And that in turn has forced central banks to raise rates and even turn to quantitative tightening and start to run down their bond program. So the world looks very different. Now, I know we've had other things happen in the middle, war in Ukraine, now war in the Middle East. Additional complicating factors and, and, and terrible things for many other more important reasons, but as a result, the world looks very, very, very different. Now, the first way in which you can tell that is that in the last week and a half, Pfizer and BioNTech have both published numbers, and their share prices are lower now than they were then. They've round-tripped and given up all the gains that they made. Pfizer's wow. just written down five and a half billion dollars worth of COVID vaccines. And Biontech's just slopped out a profit warning saying demand's not what they thought it would be, even though governments are actively encouraging people, certainly of certain ages, to get you know, flu and, 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 and COVID-19 top-up jabs. So the first thing you can see straight away, Pfizer and Biontech, back where they were. Now, that from a UK perspective, you might think, mm, but we'll come back to that in a minute. In terms of asset classes... Commodities have outperformed equities and equities have outperformed bonds and bonds have actually lost value because let's face it, if you're buying a bond with a, with a coupon of not very much and inflation suddenly gallops off to six, seven, eight percent, you're going to feel pretty sick about it and not want mm, to own it. Yeah, yeah. So but commodities have done better than equities 
the thing that's actually done best of all, and I slightly hold my head, is Bitcoin, which has more than doubled over the last three years. Some of that, I guess, is just coming back to this concept of where can we find a haven of a store of value after all this central bank money creation? What can we find that central banks can't conjure out of the thin air, can't print? And that's actually been Bitcoin and oil to a lesser degree, natural gas and gold. But certainly it's been, you know, commodities, equities, bonds in that order. Now, in terms mm. of within equities, OK, the best performing index has been India, then it's been France. But if would you believe me? If I told you to bring this round to the UK stock market just before we have our little break, that the FTSE 100 has outperformed the Nasdaq Composite since Pfizer Monday. Because I wouldn't it, have guessed that that was the case, but I'm assuming neither would have I. And when I was doing the numbers, I nearly fell off my chair. But the FTSE 100 has outperformed the Nasdaq Composite. So maybe we'll come back to that and then dig deeper after the break. That's a good moment to do that. Thank you, Bruce. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose in conversation with Russ Mould as we discuss the financial outlook for personal investors. So we had a little bombshell then before the rest yeah, of the Butch is outperformed the Nasdaq Composite in three years. Cliffhanger, wasn't it? Yes, in the old quite days. extraordinary. Um, so, so why is that? Well, I guess if you think about just what we've discussed in terms of asset classes, it makes perfect sense. The FTSE 100 is chock full of miners and oils. The Nasdaq's mm. full of tech and biotech. Now, in a rising interest rate environment where inflation is around, you, you know, if history of the 1970s needs any guide, you need to be in real stuff, cyclicals and value, and you don't need to be in long duration stuff, growth and bonds. So it's an action replay. So, the, so at the moment, the world is now wrestling with, OK, we've seen interest rates go up. We've seen inflation go up. Is this going to be a completely different look for the whole decade? Or is it just a little bit of a blip because we're sort of coming out of all the confusion caused by lockdowns? But what we've seen so far is that trade has begun to sort of work out a little bit. And within terms of individual sectors within the FTSE 350, the top five are aerospace and defence, oil and gas, industrial transport, industrial metals and healthcare. The bottom ones are telecom equipment, autos, precious metals. Now, precious metals have done really badly. Miners, very tricky things. They've got cost, price, inflation, pressures of their own, but also household goods, personal goods and home construction. Personal goods and household goods, very highly rated stocks, not growing very much. Bond proxies, yields go up. Bond proxies go down because you can get yields much more safely yes. from fixed income. Maths. So, again, that all fits with that picture. And in terms of individual stocks, well, the top 20 in the 350 packed with things like banks, Glencore, Shell, retailers like Marks and Spencer's Frasers, and idiosyncratic situations like Centrica and Beasley, where the rising cost of capital has forced all of their competition out of business, and they've been left to pick up the pieces. In terms of the worst performers, Ocado is the single worst performer. You think about it, three years ago, we were all in lockdown. Home yeah. delivery was one of the hottest topics. Ocado's dead last. Uh, other growth stocks down among the, the losers are Ceres, Power, and Spirant. Um, and so it's interesting that, again, you've seen a complete flip around there. So what you've got to decide now as an investor is, is this a permanently different decade? Don't forget, 
Commodities outperformed equities in the 2000s. Equities outperformed commodities in the 2010s. Right now, in the 2020s, commodities are in the lead. So is that a permanent shift? The other thing to watch is growth versus value. Because again, 2023, it's been all about the Magnificent Seven in America and their growth stocks, perceived growth stocks. So growth is beating value again this year. So that it's not a clear-cut thing yet. Yes. Equity markets don't want to believe that it's all different because, let's face it, it's easy to just own seven stocks and crack on with it. Yes, yes. But you've got to be very careful. And from a UK perspective, as well as we've seen with things like Ocado and Spirant getting chopped up, that if this shift does come and it runs for a long time, what worked in the 2010s may not work in the 2020s. So that's what we all need to be thinking about right now. Fascinating, Russ. Thank you very much indeed. That's Russ Mould. Um, he is investment director of AJ Bell. He'll be back talking about the world of investment from UK perspective in the financial outlook for personal investors in a fortnight's time. My thank you to Russ. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.